So today we'll continue with the loving-kindness practice and we'll continue to proceed in the classical way starting with oneself or the benefactor whichever one is easier for you and then uh, today we'll be moving on to a loved one or a dear friend So let's begin the practice now as everybody continues to come in and get settled. Taking some time to establish your posture. Making sure that your body is comfortable, relaxed, yet alert. Grounding the attention in the body to begin with. And taking a few moments to bring the attention towards the heart center, around the physical heart. Breathing in and out from there. And let's do that for a few moments while everybody continues to get settled. If it supports you, you can put your hand or two hands over your heart center. Remembering to let the words that are carrying your intention for goodwill to come from that place, from your heart center. Meaning to say they're not just words, but they really carry the meaning and the deep sense of your goodwill. So we start out by remembering our intention. What we're doing is we're offering our goodwill, the opposite of ill will. We're offering our loving kindness, our friendship to oneself, benefactor, dear friend. I'll guide you as we go along. And we're offering this goodwill without attachment to result. It means it's simply an offering. It doesn't have to come true. It's an offering, a blessing. A blessing. We don't have to be acknowledged for it. The person doesn't have to change because we're offering it or we're sending it to that person. This is a generosity of the heart. So we'll begin and I'll I'll use the words for oneself, and you can change the pronouns if you're choosing someone else. We choose someone first that we can easily open our hearts to. So traditionally, the first one is oneself. But if that's challenging for you, you can choose a person you can easily open your heart to person or an animal friend, someone like a benefactor who's benefited you, but it could be anyone, a child or an elder, someone that's easy for you to open your heart to. 
So if it's oneself that you're choosing, you can imagine oneself or have a sense of oneself as a young child, if that helps you. Be sure to choose an age of that young child of yourself when you felt safe and there's not a big chance that a lot of issues would come up. So have a sense of who it is you're choosing. You can have a visual sense or a felt sense of this person. (coughs) You can sense this person here or somewhere (coughs) in nature or at your home. Proximate cause for loving kindness to arise is remembering the good, remembering the goodness. So, whoever you've chosen, oneself or someone else, acknowledge the, acknowledge the goodness of that person. Remember something about them that begins to open your heart. Would you like some water? Okay. Might help. You can remember a beautiful quality about this person or an incident when you were with this person or Remember about oneself or another, where it opened your heart, something you appreciate. And then dropping down into your heart center for the words to come that represent this goodwill, this friendliness, this willingness to connect. Connect your heart to offer loving kindness. Use, I'll use the words for oneself, but you can change the pronoun. May I be safe and protected in all ways. So allowing that energy to be released and radiate to oneself or another from your heart center.
May I be peaceful and happy. Change the words if you need to. May this body be healthy and strong. If you're new to practice, put some of those words to memory or a phrase that you make up that helps you. May my heart be at ease through the ups and downs of my life. Take your own time in your own rhythm, finding the words that work for you. Radiating that out to oneself or another person that's easy for you. When the words don't come anymore, just allow that sentiment, that goodwill to continue without the words, allowing that energy to continue to be released from your heart center towards oneself or another. On an in-breath, gathering that intention up, and on an out-breath, radiating that intention of goodwill out without any words when they stop on their own. coming to a close with this individual now and allowing that individual to remain in the field of metta in the background and in the foreground bring forth the next individual traditionally is a 
benefactor, someone who has benefited you. And this can be an elder, teacher, a relative, someone younger, a child, usually a child we can easily open our hearts to, an animal friend. So have a sense of who you're choosing. Usually the first choice is the best choice, but you may need to audition a few. If you're the visual type, you can envision this person somewhere nearby, maybe sitting in front of you or around you in the forest or, the, or nature, someplace really comfortable and supportive. Now see if you can remember something about this person that you appreciate, that you're grateful for. Just a way to start the metta being cultivated in your heart. Maybe you just see their smile and it opens your heart. Now radiating from this place, radiating your goodwill you're offering to this individual. May you be safe and protected from all harm. And if you can, having some sense of that energy being released to that individual, radiating out wherever that individual may be, safe, protected. May wisdom and love always protect you. your body be healthy and strong. May your mind and heart be at ease.
through the ups and downs of your life. Find your own words, your own rhythm. Just continuing in your own way, radiating this out. When the words stop on their own, rest in your heart center, allowing the breath to continue, radiating that out on an out breath, your goodwill. Coming to a close with this individual now and moving on to the next one traditionally is a dear friend or a loved one. Perhaps someone in your family or in your circle of close friends. Again, we continue to work with people that we can easily develop loving kindness with. So have a sense of who you're choosing. Careful to choose someone where it's not so complicated. So having a sense of who that is now, visual sense or a felt sense. And then allowing the metta that's already begun to find its momentum to flow on to this person using the words, the phrases as a support to keep the continuity of the momentum flowing on. 
You can also remember the goodness of this person. And then offer this blessing to them of your goodwill. Safe and protected, peaceful and happy. Find your own way. And if the words don't work for you, you can use a light, a sense of light or color emanating from your heart center, representing that goodwill, radiating that out, carrying that goodwill, that generosity of your heart. May you fulfill your most noble aspiration in this life. Again, rest in your heart center when there's no more words. And allowing that last individual to be very clear in this field of metta. And beside that individual, your good friend or loved one, place the benefactor. Bring that one forward. And now offering loving kindness to both of those, including oneself. So offering to all without
exception. Just as I wish to be safe, may you also be safe, protected from all harm. Surrounding, encompassing, allowing that metta to flow around everyone in this small group. May love and wisdom be your constant companions. Just as I wish this for myself, also offer this blessing to you. Now expanding in a little circle around you and those two beings that you're envisioning allowing a a small group around you of those people sitting right around you to be included. May your bodies be healthy and strong, able to carry you on this path and helping others along the way. allowing that light of metta to encompass everyone in that circle. And then enlarging it to include everyone in this room, if you can. (coughs) May your inner journeys be safe and protected. May you know the way for yourselves. And expanding out to include everyone here this retreat center, all of this staff, all of the yogis who aren't in the room, all the creatures, all the beings that we don't notice. May you all be safe and protected. then reaching out to include all of our family members, our loved ones, wherever they are, at home, different places. May you be surrounded by goodness, inwardly and all around you. and offering goodwill to all of the families who have been called forth, represented by the individuals in this room. Offering to them as well, just as you would to your own family. May you all be peaceful and happy healthy and strong. May your own goodness always protect you.
then gently coming back to your own body, mind, heart, here. Just sensing oneself sitting here. (coughs) Just as I wish to be safe, may all beings be safe. Just as I wish to be free, may all beings be free. May we share the merit now of all this beneficial energy that we have developed through this day and this sitting. Sharing the merit for the benefit of all beings everywhere. By the sharing of this merit, may all beings be happy, may all beings be peaceful, and may all beings be liberated. Are there any questions about the practice? We have a few minutes. Yeah. What about the first person that came up was a deceased person and the benefactor? That's okay in this practice that we're doing here. If it doesn't, um, if it opens your heart, then that's okay because that person you're still connected to somehow, yeah. But if it feels like it closes your heart down because of some sadness that that person's gone or sometimes there's some fear that's brought up because we're being connected with somebody that has passed away, when those two things like grief and fear come up, then you might be careful, you know, and maybe choose somebody else because what you want to do is um, we really want to choose people that is, are easy for us to open our hearts to. But then sometimes you can have that person like in a group later on if, if you're feeling either that grief or fear. But most people don't, you know. Most people who choose someone who's deceased, um, it's fine. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. That's a good comment and question. So when thinking of the benefactor, a lot of intense gratitude came up, but thought uh, that might be a different practice. Gratitude is, uh, is, is kind of a way that love is expressed, and love is a way that gratitude is expressed. So it can be fine. It opens your heart, right? So you can use that as something to help, help you with. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Yeah. Um, I was able to connect pretty well with the benefactor part and the person that's close to us Mm -hmm. part of meditation, but as we were expanding outwards more and more, um, it felt like a little bit hard to stay with. Okay. A lot of pressure that was kind of collecting in my mind, and it was I tried breathing through it, but it was really difficult for me. It was really, yeah. When it's really difficult when we expand outwards to include more beings, then just stay with yourself or stay close in. Yeah, you don't have to do that. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And some people find it easier to go more outwards and stay close in. So we're all different, and it's good to respect that, our uniqueness. Yes, sorry, thank you. Um, when I work with my loved 
his loved one is sick at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I was really looking forward to experience like the pure love, mm -hmm. the unbounded, like, reconforting love, and it didn't come up. So what came up was like this guilt for not being able to offer loving kindness. Oh. Even though it's what I most wanted. Mm -hmm. But it was It, yeah, the difficulty, there was difficulty that arose because the person that they offered loving kindness to was a sick person. And what came up for you is a, a sense of guilt um, because you weren't able to do that at that time. When those things happen, um, it's good to just let that person, um, you know, gently be by the side for now and then continue with coming back to yourself, oneself. Is that okay? Were you able to do oneself before that? I did myself at the end, so I came back to the benefactor, and that made it easier. Oh, it, you, you came back to the benefactor, and that made it easier. Well, that was fine to do. But, and when we find ourselves kind of suffering somehow, in guilt or in some way, then you can come back to yourself too. So I'm just saying that that's an option for anybody here. But if you find going back to the benefactor helps and that was the right thing to do, that's good. So in this time of trying to develop loving kindness, what we want to do is stay with those that we can easily do that with because we're trying to kind of get the uh, metta to have some momentum and have some strength. Yeah. And also I might say that when we, when we bring somebody to mind and heart who's suffering, sometimes instead of metta, compassion comes up. Because compassion actually is loving kindness that turns towards suffering. And so the aspect of compassion comes out of the metta during that time. So um, you can say that you're offering compassion. It might not have worked in your case because of maybe some other complications or something. But uh, sometimes it's easier to remember someone who is suffering. For some people, it's easier to offer compassion. And maybe the, the welling up of compassion um, is easier for certain individu individuals. But I, I would just... Uh, let that one be in the background for a while and choose somebody else next time. And then you see that it, it could change. That, yeah, that could change. There's something here, yeah. If guilt comes up, is it okay to switch to forgiveness and then continue? If guilt comes up, is it okay to switch to forgiveness and then continue? Yes, I think you were offered forgiveness yesterday, the forgiveness practice. You can do that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's always, as I just said, offering uh, loving kindness towards oneself, towards even the guilt itself, is a way of acceptance, just as forgiveness is a way of, of acceptance. Yeah. So you, you could, any, any way that works for you. So it's sort of like you're, you're just allowing that part of your heart, yourself as a human being, to be reintegrated into the circle of um, loving-kindness. Mm -hmm. um, today I'm a little bit tired, and so I find it difficult to gather enough heart energy to, ah, to, mm -hmm. to put into the practice. Um, can you offer any advice for cutting through the dullness, and is it beneficial to do the practice like kind of say the words and do it, uh, or just not, or just wait for the, the time when you have more energy. Uh huh. Is it beneficial to just say the words and do it when uh, there's a lot of dullness, just because of conditions right now, and um, or or just wait until another time? It is beneficial just to say the words because as you say them, it's going to bring up your energy, and so. Uh, Continue to say the phrases, but something that's meaningful for you. You know, use words that are meaningful for you 
We just have some words as examples, but you can change them a bit. Are you the visual type? Not, can, not, not so much. Not so much, okay. But so I can usually, I can, when practicing this before, I can usually conjure that up. I can usually get that. But when I'm tired, it's, it's really good. It is true. When you're tired, it, it's kind of hard to do that. How about when you remember something about that person? Is Does your energy work in that area? When you remember some... So, yeah, and, and there were moments when it, Oh, uptick. Yeah. Even if there's a little uptick, just go with it, you know, and, and do what works for you and just continue on. And it, with, you know, if you do that without attachment to result, you're going to be fine with yourself. You're just doing what you can with what, what energy is there. Because it, it's good to practice in every single way because what sometimes we're sick. You know, we are sick. We are in bed and we have to be able to understand for ourselves that we can do it even when there's not a lot of energy. And just a little bit eking out, you know, is that could actually be really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm sort of the visual type. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) There were certain images that are offered for instruction um, that are particularly, because I was spent sort of a while sort of trying to determine Mm -hmm. what I should. Yeah. And I sort of got a little caught up in it. So, um, you're the visual type and, and discovered certain images that you could do were kind of creative with it. That's fine, you know, to get creative with it like that and see what works for you. Yeah. When you say you got all caught up in it, does that mean that uh, you were doing the practice and it was vivid for you? Oh, how per, focusing on how that metta should look. So during those, those times, just include infusing that with metta. Just have the intention to infuse this force field with metta. Remember to put your intention in there. Then that, that would be a good thing. Yeah. So thank you for your practice. I, I want to make sure that there's, um, the, the next sitting can happen. I know there's... Um, in the walking period. Isn't there uh, an affinity group coming together now, is there? No. Oh, just walking. Okay. So one more. There was something way back there. We usually have a hard time seeing the people back there. Yes. During metta practice, I tend to get a little caught up in memory. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're getting caught up in anything, memory, visualizations, just remember to bring your intention in there. Say, uh, to bring your intention is of offering metta. And um, so you might be feeling metta also when you remember these things. Is that right? You, you might have a sense of metta. I have a sense of well-being, but I think it's because I really am enjoying the memory. Uh-huh. So, yeah, turn your attention to making the offering from that place of open-heartedness. And so the intention, coming back to the intention to offer metta, is something that we can do to help um, in, those, in those particular cases. When you say that, do you mean, can I go back to the words? Uh-huh. Because, okay. um, and sometimes, you know, we don't come up with exact the right words. So sometimes I say, uh, I offer 
loving kindness to you. It's just as simple as that. Just put that in, in that. I used to get all caught up to it because I was doing metta for a long time in a long retreat. And I had to make the benefactor look very vivid to me. And I would dress the benefactor up in different period clothes. <laughs> I mean, this is how, this is how uh, creative I got. And then I would get all caught up in that, you know. Oh, and, oh, what am I doing? All right, I'm offering metta to this person. <laughs> so I had to come back to the intention all the time. Okay, one last one back there. I just want to offer one of the things when I first learned about metta, and I spent about a year actually in concentration with metta, is that I was taught this little song. And, you know, I won't sing it for you, but it's, <laughs> may you be happy and peaceful. Mm-hmm. May you know things are just as they are. And it keeps it really simple. And then you can go from may you, you know, may I, may you, and may we. Yeah. Good, I'm glad it helped you open your heart. So if that helps you open your heart, then you can do that little song. And, and be careful, too, because sometimes it, it gets to be, what do you call an earworm? I've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad you didn't sing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I might be walking around with it all day. But it's really good to find what helps you and to do what helps you because you can be creative in this. So that's fine. Very good, everybody. Thank you for your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.